You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, hosted by Dr. Heidi. Dr. Heidi has been exactly where you are right now. She's walked through the fire of toxic relationships and has now dedicated her life to help others do the same. Living in a toxic environment can cause the damaging behaviors of others to become normal, leaving you feeling hopeless and desperate. Learning how to recognize the toxic traits and understand why they occur is the key to taking your power back. Now is the time for you to gain your self-worth because you're worth it. Discover who you really are because you're awesome. And realize it's not normal. It's toxic. Back, you're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. This is Dr. Heidi, your toxic relationship awareness and healing specialist. Again, back for another episode. This week in the United States, we are celebrating our Thanksgiving. And so today's episode is going to correlate with the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, We all have things that we can say every day that we're thankful for. We're thankful for food and we're thankful for our bed and we're thankful for our family. And those among a long list of other things that we can pop right off the top of our head and say we're thankful for. I started thinking about the things that have transpired in my life and I'm pretty much someone who feels like things happen just like they're supposed to. And it took me a long time to get to that point. But when I look back over my life, there's a lot of things that I am super thankful for that at the time, I probably wasn't. When I was going through it or when I was in the middle of it or at certain stages in my life, The things that I'm thankful for today, I definitely wasn't thankful for then. But before you stop listening, thinking, oh, here we go, it's another Thanksgiving speech, um, I think this is going to be better than you think. Many of you that are listening right now, you feel stuck. Stuck in a relationship, stuck in a cycle of in and out of a relationship, ups and downs of a relationship. You're stuck in co-parenting. You're stuck in... Maybe you're out, but you're stuck in the struggling of the aftermath of a toxic relationship. So today I want to talk about some of the things that looking back, I am thankful for. I am thankful I was born to a dairy farmer. My dad worked all the time. Okay, I'm sure every dairy farmer hopes that they have a son who can then help them work and take over the farm. My dad didn't, he had three daughters. And it's not that we didn't help, but I remember some of the things that I had to do when I was younger, hated it. You know, my dad worked all the time. He ran this farm by himself. It wasn't a big farm, but he still had to be with the cows at the same time every morning and at the same time every night. So our days when when I was growing up, were pretty much the same every day. My mom worked part-time and raised us. 
we were around people that worked and it was it was part of what what happened during the day but i remember we used to have to move irrigation pipe i loathed moving irrigation pipe so when my dad would come down to wake me up because it was time to go do that i would pretend i was sleeping okay no one could have slept through the things that my dad did to try and wake me up but i kind of played possum and i remember there was times he would actually untuck the blankets off the foot of the bed grab my feet and pull me out the bottom and then i would go pouting out to the field because i hated doing this and by the time it was done we actually would have fun and it wasn't nearly that bad until the next morning when we had to move irrigation pipe again but we were never afraid to work we never other than the irrigation pipe you know as we grew up we adopted that type of work ethic so i've always been a worker i've always had a lot of energy i'm always looking you know to to do better to try more to work harder and i think it was because that was instilled in us you know we didn't know we were struggling my dad visited me one time when i was in grad school and he apologized for me and my sisters not having the same things that the other kids had growing up. And I remember going, oh, really? I didn't even notice. So for me being able to develop the work ethic that I have, and for me being able to see that the things that are important to me are the things that money can't buy, for that I am thankful. Being born in Montana, who is lucky enough to be raised in big sky country? You know, I'm a country girl at heart. I grew up in the country. My closest neighbor was two miles away and it was my grandma. I'm a fresh air, campfires, horse rides, boat rides, Harley rides. I love being outside, except the older I get, the colder I get. And I always thought I would move back to Montana. I have now decided I probably will never live in Montana again. I don't like the eight months of winter, but I do like a, I do like occasionally visiting and I am actually headed there next week. So have to ship my parka and my boots because I don't need them where I live. But even though I don't, I don't live there anymore, being raised in such a beautiful country was a blessing. And all the way up until a few years ago, I really felt that Montana was my home because I had a lot going on in a former relationship and a former marriage, yet I could never make the feeling of home happen within this house that I was trying to raise a family in. So I always felt like Montana was my home. When I went to visit my family, I was going home. And that that is where my home always was because I never ever felt really safe anywhere else until now. My home is where my husband is. The man that I'm married to now, I always say I could live in a box with this man. Until of course he says I have to live in a box and then it might be a different story, but it isn't the location. It isn't how big your house is. It isn't how much land you have. It isn't the amount of possessions or how your house is decorated. Home is where you are safe and all the way up until the time that I met the man that I'm married to now, Montana was my safe place. Locations, buildings, possessions, 
they do not make a home. I learned that love and the people within the house that love you is what makes a home. And for that, I am thankful. Being raised in a small faith-based community. Early on in my life, of course, when I was growing up, I didn't know any different. We were in church twice a Sunday. We went to the Christian school that was supported by the churches. I literally saw the same people every day for 18 years. Now, during my teenage years, I probably revolted against it a little. You know, I wanted to get out. I wanted to see things. I wanted to spread my wings. I wanted, I wanted to get out from under all these, quote, rules. We would sneak out of church, drive around on the backcountry roads till church was ready to get out, and then we'd quick sneak back into the parking lot. You know, probably listening to music we shouldn't have been listening to, that kind of thing. But through all the struggles of my life after being raised there, grad school, moves across the country, toxic relationship, living in a toxic relationship, leaving a toxic relationship, living years without my daughters, financial struggles, rebuilding my life, I always found myself going back to that faith base that I had been raised in. Was I always there? No, because there was many times in my life that I felt like I had been deserted. But there was always a time that I would revert back to that faith-based foundation that I was given. I could remember the girl I was growing up and I could remember the faith my father had instilled. Trust in the path that has been chosen for you. Changing professions after 25 years was a trust in the path that was chosen for you. I now have the best job I could ask for. And for that, I am thankful. Being indecisive in the decision-making process of my profession. Three years in college, no idea what I wanted to do. So my mom said, you need to decide on something. So I was kind of in a panic. Mom says I need to do it, I need to do it. I was working for a chiropractor at the time, so I thought I'll apply for chiropractic school and if I get in, I guess that's what I'll do. That's literally about how much thought process went into me choosing my profession. Packed my car. I remember I had a plant seat belt buckled in the passenger seat. I moved 20 hours away to a state I'd never been in, to a city I knew no one in, to begin my long desired profession. Yeah, long desired was like four months. I think I applied in July and I had moved in October. Graduated with my doctorate. Graduated with my doctorate. I mean, my mom said pick, so okay, now I'm a doctor. 25 years in healthcare brought me so much joy. I am a people person. I am a healer, I'm a fixer, I'm a supporter, I'm a mentor, I'm an inspirer, I'm a cheerleader, and I'm a friend. Helping others, making them feel better and, and getting to know them brought a lot of meaning to my life. And for that, I am thankful. Stepping into a toxic relationship. Yep, that's what I said, I just said it out loud. This is a Thanksgiving podcast and I said stepping into a toxic relationship. I did not know there was personalities like this out there. 
I thought it was me. The whole time I thought I had to improve. I thought I had to try harder. I turned a blind eye. I tried to keep the peace. I put out all the fires. I stayed one step ahead all the time because I was told that relationships are hard. You have to take it one day at a time. These type of things take time and they take work. And my all-time favorite was, you know, don't go to bed angry. Okay, yeah, I get that. But at some point, I got to sleep, people. Fighting, chaos, drama, criticism, cheating, lying. Well over a decade and a half of my life was this big confusing ball that was, is it normal? If, if not, what do I need to change so I can fix it so this relationship is normal? The pain and the lessons and all of the heartache, the confusion was never ending for several, several years. But it was the pain and the lessons and the heartache and the confusion that has led me to the most rewarding job I have ever had. And that, for that, I am super thankful. For having the courage and the trust to leave my kids. Sounds like an awful thing to be thankful for, doesn't it? This may have been the most painful thing I have ever been through. Circumstances with them made it impossible for me to break free, but the abuse and the control made it impossible for me to stay. So I had a choice to make. Remove myself, heal, find myself, rebuild my life so I could be the example that my kids needed all along. Or Keep doing what I had been doing for the last many years and allow it to continue to destroy all of us. Now, my girls were tough. They had been in this environment just as long as I had. They knew the cycle. They adapted to it. They tried to stay one step ahead. They were problem solvers. They kept each other safe. They took care of each other. But what kind of mother leaves her kids, right? Like myself and like you, they too needed to see what the situation really was. They needed to learn to take care of themselves. I couldn't protect them even when I was there. I had to leave it to them. I had to make sure that I knew my girls could figure this out. Also like me, and like you, they weren't going to leave until they were ready to leave. I could have drug them out of there, but they would have went back. And I could have drug them out of there again, and they would have went back, just like my family did to me. But everybody reaches their half past quarter till I don't give a crap at some point. And five years later, my girls did too. Our relationships, they're fantastic now. I speak to them every day. They don't need anyone to survive. They are independent. They are building their own lives. They make great choices. Not always on the first try, by the way. But they take care of themselves. They can see the red flags. They don't put up with any shit. They put value into the people that are closest to them 
and they remove the people that are not good for them. As painful as it was, having the courage and the trust to leave them was a lot. And it was a lot to be thankful for, for it was in that time that we were apart that all three of us found ourselves. And for that, I am thankful. For having lost myself completely. The girl that left Montana was not the girl that left that toxic relationship. Not even close. Dark haired extrovert who loved to make people laugh, who loved to laugh. I was a social butterfly with a strong conviction to try new things. And I don't remember ever being super fearful of anything. Try it. If it doesn't work, oh well. The relationship turned me into somebody I did not even recognize. Somebody completely different. Aside from the fact that when I left, my hair was almost blonde. I rarely spoke. I quit trying to make people laugh. I myself never laughed. I walked with my head down, looking at the ground most of the time. I quit all the things I loved and I was fearful to try new things. I quit making my own decisions. I worried what other people thought. I was on eggshells all of the time. I would apologize profusely for things that I shouldn't even be apologizing for. I took the blame for things I, that I had nothing to do with. I gave up all my values, everything I stood for. I quit thinking about my own future. I was surviving from day to day on autopilot. I would survive one day just to get to the next day so I could survive the next day. I never had an opinion. I never felt happy, but I never felt sad. I felt completely numb to the feelings that I used to hold super passionate in my life. Then I left with no identity at all. No longer did I have patience, which gave me the identity of a healer and a doctor. I no longer was in a relationship. So I was no longer a wife or the other half. I didn't have my kids, so I was really no longer a mother for this point in time. I no longer had close friends because I left them. No longer did I feel close to my family because it was impossible to see them during that time in my life. So who was I now? Yeah, now I'm out. And now what do I do? Because I have no direction. The journey to rediscovering myself had to begin. I didn't know how it had to begin. I just knew it had to begin, but I carried so much crap in my fanny pack that I didn't know how to start unpacking. I didn't know how to start using my voice again. I didn't know how to make people laugh. I didn't, I didn't know how to start laughing myself. How was I going to get the confidence to start walking with my head up? find back all the things that I love to do? And how do I start making my own decisions? Because what will happen if I make the wrong one? Not worrying what other people thought or other people's opinions of me was something 
I couldn't even imagine stepping over and above. How do I quit apologizing for things that I'm not supposed to apologize for? How do I quit taking the blame when I feel like I need to assume responsibility in order to keep fires out? How do I find what my value system is? How do I know what I stand for? How do I get off of this autopilot and how do I find my opinion back? The journey to find myself seemed completely overwhelming. But day by day, I started to learn to accept peace instead of chaos. I learned that there was people out there that would communicate instead of causing conflict. I started having some pride in myself instead of just shame. I started feeling confidence where there had only, I had only ever felt failure. I started operating off of courage instead of operating off of fear. I started sensing the feeling of love and self-love as opposed to feeling selfish. I started beginning to trust myself and trust others instead of focusing on the disappointment. And slowly, I started adopting forgiveness instead of bitterness. I just began allowing myself to be me again instead of trying to be someone who somebody else told me I had to be. The journey to self-discovery that I had every single day was hard. It was hard. Some days are still hard. But in discovery, I figured out who I was meant to be. I figured out what I stood for. My determination to be Heidi is stronger now than any conviction that I have ever felt. My safety, my happiness, and my peace are now my top priority because the people in your life that really care about you are going to want you to put yourself as a priority. I am responsible for me. Everyone else is responsible for themselves. Me taking this, this stand for myself and putting myself first has brought me more abundance in my life than I would ever have thought. I thought that by giving up of myself, more and more people would be accepting of me, but the exact opposite happened. And when I started to be myself again, so much stuff came into my life. There is not room for the right stuff to be in your life when we allow the wrong things to take the space and the time and the energy that the right stuff should have. Because I have discovered myself, I've fallen in love, true love, with a man who has also fallen in love. I have found the best friends anyone could ask for. Friends with no judgment, no jealousy, just accept me for who I am. And sometimes being friends with Dr. Heidi is asking a lot. So thank you to my friends. You know who you are. I found my passion when I started accepting myself for who I was and being myself every day. Working with people like you to remove you from unhealthy situations and walk with you through the discovery journey 
was a huge, maybe one of the biggest turnaround changes I had in my life. My daughters see me as an example now. A strong person who takes care of herself and protects herself. Someone they want to be like. Someone they call every day. Someone who that they believe has all the answers. Don't tell them I still make a lot of crap up, but they respect me. They respect me for leaving. I trust the path and I know that no matter what the future holds, Heidi is going to be okay. And for that, I am thankful. Now this may feel very out of reach for some of you right now, but someday you're going to look back and you too are going to be thankful for the path that your life has followed. Because the path that you're on right now is building the person you were meant to be. And for all of you, I am thankful. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with others. Looking for a community that understands? Join our Facebook support group, Strength Within. For more information on all the services Dr. Heidi provides, please visit www.coachingwithdrheidi.com. It's time for you to break free because it's not normal. It's toxic. <laughs>